0: Is the Schaefer Baseball Report an inside look at America's pastime from Little League all the way to the big leagues? Now, here's your host, former major
1: league infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, welcome everybody. Schaefer Baseball Report Friday edition. We're back. We got uh, John Easy Cheese Innocent in the house and Andrew gaining many tools. Zyke, every time somebody talks to Andrew now, they want to give him more. Like, he'd be like a general. You know, the guy that has all the different. Med- everybody wants oh, to give, give him me medals. medals. Yeah, everyone wants to give him medals. Andrew, actually, from that phone right there that he's playing with, he controls this entire facility. He can turn everything on, everything off, lock you in, lock you out, and uh, and nobody else has access.
2: Just like last week's podcast. Yes, he still doing it, so he locked us. out. He locked
1: us out. Yeah, it was uh that was it. So we're we're in. Uh, this is the favorite time of year for me as far as baseball goes. I don't watch a whole bunch during the year. I'll pick pick off games here and there that I want to see, uh, maybe a player or something like that. But now it's playoff baseball. Now it's now it's now it's it's on. So the difference I've seen in the past couple of years with playoff baseball, it's gone it goes back to small ball, right? To a sense. It goes back to manufacturing one run. Not, you know, not trying to, you know, blow it out three run, home run all the time. But you know, they're actually stealing bases again. They're moving runners over. They're they're playing the game. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Show <laughs> is over, ladies and yes. gentlemen. Well, well done. Tuning. No, nah, I guess a, every, John. <laughs> there's
2: a premium on everything. You know, the law of averages, you know, we look at yeah. the lot of averages over the course of the 162 games and it's, it's completely different than when you get in these little short series where, you know, one, you know, one guy moving a guy over yeah. or taking an extra base or an air or walks and, yeah. you know, pitchers that are wild, they're out of there, yeah. you know, as, as we're during the season, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, let's see if we can work through it. It's like, Nope, we All gotta right. go. We gotta go. We gotta go. So there's just so much more urgency. Uh, you know, you, you, you're, you're forced to do the little things quite a bit more.
1: Yeah. So it's fun. It's fun to see. So we got, you know, obviously Tampa Bay and 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 Cleveland, the Guardians, right? They're they're in it. Tampa Bay has turned out to be a heck of a franchise. Yeah. You know, knows. I mean, it, it has. You it, it's got to be due to scouting.
2: Can you imagine what they do with run, with any money?
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, and a nice facility. Oh yeah, it's a yeah. Need- oh, it's a dump. Yeah. It's horrible. But you know, so you got you got to credit scouting in there. I I would think that the player
2: development and player scouting.
1: development and scouting. It you know, goes back to it. You know. They don't have money. Like I said, they don't have money to go ahead and and jump on big free agents. Um, You know, people want to go down there to play, which isn't a bad place to go play if you can live in Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and you don't have state income tax. Uh, So that that helps as far as the the big salaries go or the guys that are going to get paid a little bit.
2: It's amazing how poorly Florida has supported the major league franchises down there. Well, I mean, I don't even the Marlins. I don't think do great. As, as
1: far as the teams go, yeah, but as far as spring trainings go, oh
2: well, I, everybody's yeah. a transplant, so everybody, you know, there's right. there's you know, Pirates fans and Reds fans right. and Yankees fans right. and Red Sox fans, and nobody down there is Rays fans, and nobody down there is Marlins, Marlins fans, and it's just like you know, yeah. everybody likes to go play there, right? And then you show up to play there, and you're like, oh, this this is uh this is like a. a, a
1: a burial. I it, listen. It, that's a good point. I mean, there, there are. Uh, Charlotte has a lot of transplants here, but not as much as Florida. Uh, it's, it's, you know, so you're right. There's a there's a huge uh, difference between you know who's vote. You know, if you live in Tampa, you grew up in Tampa, then you're a Tampa fan. I mean, if you're,
2: but you know, you're, if you're a mar- 25, you know, if you're 25, right. but if you're, if you're, you know, 40 or 50, sure, no you're way, a Red Sox, you're, you're a Yankees, transplant. you're a, you know, you're, you're yep. you know, Phillies fan, you're, you're something else. Everybody yeah. there is something else, which is.
1: So I, I, I every time I see Tampa, in there, I mean, I, I pull for Tampa to get to a certain level, you know, just because of the uh, the dollar amount. I'd love to see the Pirates get in at some point, you right. know, just to, just to see if they could, you know, make a run. But all, all, the, all the, all the small market teams, you know, they compete, you know, the middle of the pack, I and mean, some of that, that's the best she is, is middle of the pack. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. but then, you know, you the Walters- like, I
2: mean, Oakland, I, you know, I put kind of Oakland and Tampa in the last t- 10 or 12 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of the two small market teams that, that kind of ha- have, they're right They're the ones who have been able they're to make right some there. waves. Obviously, Oakland just, you know, they went the other direction this year, yeah. but they've got to do that every few years just because they'll, all of a sudden everybody's salary numbers will be up and they got to, and they got to dump those guys, even though they're not making huge money, they got to dump those guys. So they're, some of those teams, I mean, like, the the rich guy on the team is making, like, $2 million a year. And it's like, I mean, they're not even getting to, like, full arbitration.
1: They're making less than Andrew?
2: Barely. Barely, barely. less than Andrew? Yeah
1: barely. yeah, barely less than Andrew. Yeah, I mean, that that's – but that's the fun part about it. Those guys are out there grinding, trying they're, – they're playing for a bigger contract as mm-hmm. well.
2: Yeah. And then the Dodgers and, and the Yankees and the Red Sox, and, you know, they, they come in yeah. and they swoop up those guys and those teams that have the money consistently – I mean, essentially – that. The minor league systems for those programs are, are the, the big market yeah, teams, big minor big league big systems, big systems big. as well yeah. as an extension.
1: So we I, I was always I was always chasing time and not so much salary. Obviously, you know, I'm not going to go in there as a, you know, as a utility guy and go, hey, I need X, Y and Z or I'm out of here. I just I just I just just give me another year, yeah, you know, for pension. And then, uh, you know, fortunately, I got there. But that and that was because there were no big, real, real big contracts, you know back then but i mean half a million dollars for a utility guy was a lot of money yeah. i was uh, you know that was that was good stuff um so then you have seattle seattle had a great you know um raleigh's uh cam raleigh goes ahead yeah. and hits a walk off on a pinch hit at a, right out of asheville here and uh that's huge he's turned in. he's turned his Himself into a pretty good player, and he's turned himself into a money guy at some point. A left handed bat coming off the bench that can catch,
2: yeah. Scott pretty, Service, that's that's the GM up there, right? Scott screw Sar- Service is a GM, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's done a good job building that yeah. roster up.
1: I mean, they made some some moves
2: like last year and the year before, like towards a trade deadline yeah. that are pay, they're paying off now. You know, it's dumping guys, and they were like, Well, we were chasing a little bit then, and it's yeah. like, ah, and so it's all coming together. And then they got that uh, the kid that won the home run derby, um i'm forgetting his name they just signed him to that monster contract so i mean they're they're they've, they're poised right now to kind of be set up for a little while Well,
1: no, there's money out there there's money out there to do it it's just and, and they have a pretty good fan base i mean yeah. they have a lot of support
2: yeah well i mean they're so they're so i mean they're up there yeah. by themselves i mean it's it's seattle seahawks seattle yeah, yeah it's it's right. an, or nothing so
1: yeah imagine if they gave free tickets away to all the people living in tents out there right now I mean. oh, man <laughs> do well there I mean anywhere in, on the West coast. <laughs> no kidding up and down there so so uh, Seattle, Toronto, I mean, it, Toronto's fun to watch because of all the the you know big leaguers sons that are in the uh, in the organization
2: i my I always have hated watching the the Blue Jays play just because the it, it's such an ugly field,
1: oh yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's brutal. Want, you know
2: the wall's ugly the, I mean, it just looks like one of those like, those crummy stadiums from the 80s you know the ones that weren't like a classic stadium that were built like in the 60s it's it's just so i played
1: i played i played there in the 80s um and and in the early 90s and and it was the state of the art because it had all the 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 hotel rooms up in there and then it had the hard rock cafe so it was a cool they were building that cool experience but it's 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 not you know the surface and the in the stands yeah
2: what you see it like on the camera yeah it's, it's just, so it's, ugly
1: it's it's not it's it's not a good it's not a fun place to be but you know but you know walk around up top that was originally that was pretty cool like everybody would want and I remember they gave like when when Robbie Alomar got his his big contract from Toronto. They gave him a condo up in there yeah i remember that yeah and then you know they had some uh some tv incidences where somebody had left the curtains <laughs> open and they were <laughs> frolicking along the way so it was it called
2: the rogers center now the rogers center it used to be like yeah. the, the sky dome right? sky dome
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah in toronto and toronto is a cool city though toronto was a fun city to go to i mean it was it was clean it was nice it was you know great restaurants it was it was it was fun to go up there um so at a, tampa bay cleveland who are you, who you going to who you got on that one.
2: I'll take Tampa. You that take one. Tampa. Yeah, yeah, I still don't like the, the Cleveland changing their names. Makes me mad.
1: Yeah. So I'll never root for the Redskins. I never rooted for the Redskins. Well, they're not even the Redskins anymore. What are they? They Were the football commanders. club and now commanders. they're the Commanders. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm Tampa Bay. What about you, Andrew?
0: <laughs> um. I'll go Tampa Bay. I'm yeah. That one.
2: I'm, you like how I made my choice too. It had nothing to do with baseball. I like the right. I'm going against the
0: green.
1: I'm going Cleveland on that. You gonna go Cleveland on that one? All right, all right. So then Seattle and Seattle and Toronto. I'm I'm going with That'll Seattle. that be an interesting one. I, I just think there's a lot of energy to that to that group out there. That's it's they're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get to Houston. I think they're gonna they're gonna get there. Nah, I got
2: Toronto. All
1: right. I got Seattle. Okay. I like Seattle on that. All right. So then, uh, I'm listen, I I want Philadelphia to, to smack St Louis around because i'm still have i'm still pissed at what nuts. they did to shield You're freaking well nuts. it's gonna happen because you, they're gonna find out how old they are right now in the playoffs yeah. they, they've gone one day famous. too far <laughs> one day too many they're no, all they've beat. been
0: resting man they've been yeah. resting this last week or two
1: um yeah so i'm i'm i'm, I'm pulling for well dusty Wathin is the third base coach now, obviously you know a yeah. friend of all of ours and uh excited for him <laughs> And then San Diego in the Mets. That's going to be an interesting series. You didn't, have, you oh, let's didn't go San Diego. Taken. Well, I mean, John's taking, he's taking Philly. You're on Philly? No.
2: <laughs> no. I, I'm going, I actually, you know what? I mean, I, you know, there are some players in that series I'd like to see do well, but I really don't. I could care less about that series, yeah. to be perfectly honest, because yeah. I don't see either one of those being. Uh, Neither one of those teams, in my opinion. I mean, they're going to get through that series, and then they're going to get thumped by somebody else. Yeah. Well, Atlanta's Atlanta? right behind Yeah, no. yeah one, of, one of those two teams is going is to run into somebody next. It's either going to be Atlanta, or it's going to be New York, or it's going to be somebody who's who – they, Yeah, they, I don't think Atlanta's going to
1: catch here. lightning in a bottle again like they did last year. um San Diego and the Mets. So, I'm pulling for San Diego. Me too. Because of Schilt. Yeah. Um
2: I'm pulling for San Diego just I, because I think San Diego's a much easier road for my Dodgers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's, man, that's I mean, yeah, you, you got to go against Scherzer and, uh, yeah, and DeGrom twice in a in a, in a yeah. series.
1: Uh, that's that's tough sled, man. Yeah, that is
2: that that is that is that that is rough. I mean, even if they don't catch lightning in a bottle and those two just go out and pitch, I mean, you're in, you, yeah. You're in yeah, trouble. Yeah, you're not scoring a lot of runs. You're in trouble. Yeah, you're not scoring
1: I think a lot the of Mets runs. are
0: going to win, but I'm pulling for San Diego just because of Mike's there.
1: <clears> yeah. And I, then who do we got? Uh, and then they, they run into LA and then that's, that's a juggernaut, man. That's, uh, ah,
2: man, I, I'll tell you that Dodgers offense has obviously put up some great numbers this year, yeah. but it's front loaded. The back end of the lineup has it's been, it's been pretty weak. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got three or four guys that are hitting 210 or under.
1: Who are in the starting Which lineup? What's wrong with guys that hit two ten and under? Is something wrong with guys? Yeah, guys. they got to be able to play defense. <laughs> <laughs> they got to be able to play
2: defense. Uh, and you know, Bellinger plays an exceptional center field. But yeah. I mean, I mean, they got these these holes in their lineup, and obviously, you're they're kind of counting on those guys being hot. But sure. who's their who's their one? I don't know. Who do, know, who, do yeah. who do you put up against Degrom? Who do you put up? Who's your two that you put up against Scherzer? You know, you say, okay, maybe Julio Urias. Yeah, you I don't mean, have anybody
1: that's going to match zeros with him. There's nobody
2: that's going to match zeros with him. There's no front yeah. end. There's no front end. There's a bunch of really good pitchers on the team, but there's no, there's yeah. nobody who I see just who's shutting guy, up. Who's the, the red-headed
1: team? kid? The big guy. May. I, Trevor. Yeah. I love May. I love watching Dustin him pitch, yeah. Reminds me of uh, with Carrot Top, the comedian. No. But, uh, yeah,
0: I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, so World Series picks then. So you, got, you, got, you have Tampa Bay, Cleveland's going to go to New York.
2: I got Houston, L.A. Houston, L.A. Okay, I and think Houston. Houston has been kind of the uh, kryptonite for the Yankees this year, and I see, I think the Yankees are. I mean, everybody's scared of the Yankees partially just because they're the Yankees. Yeah. But uh, I don't. I, you know, I don't see the front end of the rotation. I mean, they've kind of they started off really great, and they've kind of backed backed into everybody else a little bit this year. Um, you got to have more than you know. I mean, the, the the year that Judge has had, it's just. I it's mean, amazing. it's incredible, incredible it's year. Yeah. But I mean. Everybody, you know, they, they, they kind of scuffled down the end. What they start doing? They started walking the sucker. Just walking. Yeah. Just walking, There, you know.
1: Well, I mean, I I, they, I think that's why they brought, um, what's it, uh, Baden uh, from St. Louis. Yeah. Her, yeah. Ba- oh, here's Bader? Bader. Yeah. Bader uh, and at least somebody behind him. Yeah. And, uh, and it's paid off for him because he's put up some some more power numbers than he has in the past. Is LeMahieu going to be back? Or is he, is he healthy? I think he
2: was trying, I mean, yeah. I, he,
1: it may not be somewhere
2: he's ready for the beginning, yeah, but I think same, he's working yeah. out still trying to get back. But I mean, that's a, it, that's not a fun guy to face in the playoffs just because, uh, I mean, he's, he's such a tough out, you know, some of those, some of those guys that hit home runs, I mean, home runs suck. It sucks to give up a home run, right. but you, you feel like there's more holes on some of those guys. LeMay, is one of those guys where it's like, man, where do you he's go? Where do you go? Where do you he's go? He's
1: a Good hitter. Yeah. So your World Series pick is going to be what? Which, I mean, I'm which, going
0: Cardinals-Yankees. Cardinals-Yankees. Cardinals. Just because if the if the Cardinals in the next few years are going to make a run, this is the year to make that run. I mean, they have decent starting pitch, and they have really good closing pitchers. So, I mean, they have depth pitching-wise. It's just whether or not they can find the offense rather than they did before. So, that would be my, my sleeper pick. That, so, John's
2: sleeper. got L.A. your sleeper pick. That's your homer pick. Well, I mean. <laughs> no. That's the team you've rooted for since <laughs> you were
1: four. Yep. Yeah. I'm 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 going to go San Diego, New York. Wow, I'm, I'm San gonna, Diego. I'm, yeah, I'm going to pull San Diego. I'm, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I I... San Diego. San Diego.
0: Little nuts with that one, but hey, to each their own.
1: you guys went. You went to St. Louis. Listen, what you would have you pulled? you Atlanta from trip. What have you picked, Atlanta? I think
0: I had them going to the uh, championship series,
1: but not to the World Series. No, not
0: one, no, not one in the World
1: Series. No, so. no. Listen, it's all timing, right? And any team gets hot, yeah. right? Right time, but again, you're right, John. They, you know, they, they run into Degrom and Scherzer, and it's that's going to be tough to get over. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I Atlanta's got the best route right there that I see. Yeah. I mean, New York and Tampa. That's going to be a tough series. Uh, I I mean, Houston's good. So I mean, you know, you put them up against anybody, they're going to be all right. But Atlanta's. I would rather have Atlanta's bracket than L.A., New York, San Diego, and that
1: oh yeah you know i mean that's yep. a tougher
2: that's a tougher bracket
1: all right andrew let's talk about your boys which ones wainwright molina oh, yeah,
2: well, yeah. show
0: them right now you know they're they are they yeah, they're yeah. Showing them
1: right so that, that was that was pretty special that on that last game they all walked off that together. that was awesome yeah that was that pretty was cool. Really cool that was better than when they went out to uh get mariano when uh yeah you know they sent uh
0: listen pettit, pettit and
1: uh and no um the catcher Posada. Posada. And they sent those two guys out there. Do you
2: think do you think that
1: the, the Angels are just sitting there going like we had you for
2: eight years, Albert? What yeah. if, you didn't do anything. <laughs> what happened?
1: Nothing. Angels. I think he just
0: yeah. lost passion there, man. St. Louis <laughs> is where he should have been. He was just all in Disneyland been. or something. There's just a lot of money on the table at the time.
1: So it his the, so I'm looking at the statistics between those two guys today. So 200, 212 games he's thrown to Molina right that's a to one catcher right the other one's thrown 200 i mean 2136 total innings uh innings to molina out of 2, 2500 innings yeah 83.8 percent. just the one catcher over a period of time that i i can't ever see that happening again i mean Do it's so hard it's so hard, hard to get them
2: to match up like that it's so hard to get to match up just because yeah. you know typically you'll you'll match a younger pitcher with a little bit older catcher right. or you know you just got backup catchers. You got contracts that move in and move out. I mean, yeah. it's hard for, you know, you just don't see guys play together enough. Yeah. I mean, how many games is that? How many get two two th- 212, right? 2- 212 games. That 12 212 million. games. So yeah. that's, uh, that's basically, um, I mean, essentially it's almost two a uh, season and a half, right? Right. A season and a half. And you have to multiply by that by five because of the, you know, the sure. five. I mean, it's, it's hard to play that many seasons together for anybody.
1: Yeah stay healthy yeah. stay healthy along the way and do and do that as well
0: i saw a funny stat um, with albert if you take in all the time he's run the bases from a home run it's like six hours yeah <laughs> that's nuts
1: that's uh listen that's I'm, I'm amazed at guys that have longevity you were right under that. a minute right dude i was flying i <laughs> thought i <laughs> had a sliding into second i'm like this is a double <laughs> or maybe caught on the warning track yeah no um so let's, 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 let's jump into the, uh, the youth travel stuff. I mean, it, what's going on around, what's going on around, what's uh, going around, around, so we, we won't, we won't throw names out. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that alone this time. But, uh, I mean, you did have some experience that, uh, or some experiences, I, I guess it's a combination of things up to the last, to the last event that you had, right? Well, I mean, it's just like, you see it all the time and you kind of watch it. And then all of a sudden it's just like, that's enough. It's this just is, ridiculous. It's
2: yeah, no, I mean. You know, I mean obviously i've been doing this for 10 years now or maybe even a little more than 10 years now so you know a lot of it is retreads out there you know mm-hmm. as far as the tournaments and the different venues and um you know every weekend's an nit or a super nit mm-hmm. or a ring right. series or a right. world series i mean every weekend it's yeah. literally there's another world series you go play in or another super nit that you go play in so it's like uh, you know they they get that i guess it's the, the fomo the fear you know they get, they get everybody with that. Oh, you got to be at this. You got to yeah. be at that. You got to do yeah. this. You got to do that. So, I mean, that's my first gripe about the whole thing. It's like, I mean, what, we're trying to do development to an extent. I mean, every team at, at the 10, 11, 12, 13, sure. 14, 15 age group. I mean, the the, prior, the main priority is development. You, know, sure. you got to make sure you're shuffling guys in, shuffling guys out. But then every weekend, you, the only tournaments that you play in are Super NITs and World Series and things like that. And it's, you know, you sit there and you you're watching these other teams and uh, it's kind of fun to go through their roster and say, Oh, 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 they picked this guy up from this team and this guy uh, yeah, and yeah, this guy can. flew in and this guy, and it's oh, like, yeah. Oh Jesus, we're, we're, we're playing 11 and 12 baseball and guys are flying in and, yeah. you know, trading around, you know, it's not like a, the local team picks up some kid from the other local team. that's just not playing that weekend. It's like right. people bringing in players from, you know, at that age group from outside the state, you know, I mean, obviously South Carolina right here, but I mean, well outside the region. Anyways, well enough. You gotta get it on a plane. A, a plane or you know i mean <laughs> kids are playing local tournaments and happen to yeah. stay in hotels it's like oh, um, okay mm-hmm. um so i mean you know we're seeing all kinds of that stuff at the younger age group and it's like you know i thought it was goofy enough when you know you're seeing that done at the high school level you know and you know to an extent you can you can understand it because guys you know need exposure need exposure they right. need to get in front of colleges and stuff like that so moving around so it makes some sense <laughs> there but like who are you exposing yourself to in gaffney south carolina you know, at at 11 years old, like what's, what's, what what are we doing here? Um, But then you end up doing that. And so instead of playing, you know, a bunch of teams that are, you know, relatively, you know, in your bracket, you know, they're they're kind of in your world or whatever. You've got to sit there and play your best lineups. If you're going to not get embarrassed on the field. It's like, well, shoot, you know, we got, you know, we're running in here with our 10 or 11 normal guys and, we're going to have to shelve the opportunity for this kid to get some innings at second base, or this guy to do this, or this guy to do that, because we're going to end up having to play six games tomorrow for a championship. I think it's five games actually this weekend. What? Five If you uh, if you're not in the top four, you're going to have to play five games this weekend. And oh, this, that's awesome! And this yeah. is with
1: rosters of ten yeah. or eleven
2: year old. Ten or eleven. Another
1: one down. Ten or eleven year old players. Nice. Yeah. So, congratulations, Andrew Craddock. Eli. To, I'm sorry, Eli. Eli Craddock, St. Andrews, that's what I'm, I'm reading backwards i just like Andrews, Craddock, Eli, um, and he's uh, he's committed to St. Andrews. That's good. So we got another one down and it's uh, they're falling now. Yeah, um, but to go, let, let's stay on point. We'll go back to the, you know, the things that we do as far as CBC along the way with helping helping the kids get there. But you're right. Every it, It's funny because it just recycles, right? I mean you, you the, so the next group of kids are coming through and and they they're getting feared into like you got to do this you got to go that. play yeah, you got to do that and then it just keeps working its way up then we get to the we get to the travel showcase side you know and you have that period in there and I think it, I would say it's probably 20 right now it would be it would be the 2026s and the 2025s that you know there's energy there the kids are out there playing or whatever you know they it, you know it, it's exciting because people start to show up to look at them mm-hmm. and then Then it starts to fall off, you know, and then it's like, man, we're playing four o'clock on Sunday afternoon down at the beach. And I got a four hour drive here. I don't want to be here. You went through that. (laughs) That that. Every fall, it happens. I tell you what,
2: every fall, I don't they should just go to three game formats and be done by noon on Sundays.
1: We should go to. Like we talked to Devin, we should go to a fall league, but for academies. Academy fall. I I would, I would, you know, I think that's great. uh, You know, us, whatever, you know, try to put something like that together and, and work through the week. So kid uh, midweek, everybody's getting their innings and then go on the weekends. And if you want to peel off and go play something like that, Oh yeah. Like, uh, like
2: like take the weekend off where you got world wood bat down in Jupiter or whatever, you know,
1: again, we hear it all the time. It's like, Oh my gosh, here we go playing the same teams. We play every weekend, except we're all in all these different places. And the other part of it is there's no recruiters. I mean, they rarely, you know, these guys are not jumping out, you know, like we'll go to, we'll go to a prospect select in Greenville and there's a bunch of guys there. Mm-hmm. I was impressed with, um, uh, triple crown this year. Triple crown had yeah. a bunch of guys run around. Our guys that got a ton goes, of exposure yeah. for that. And we were the only team from the Carolinas in the triple crown event. The only organization in Charlotte, in Charlotte, <laughs> in Charlotte, in Charlotte. I mean, the
2: triple crown, they just, I mean, they're so sporadic and coming down here. That's part of the, You know, if they right. were, if they just created a consistent, more consistent right. uh, schedule yeah. where, you know, you could sit there and be like, okay, we got a May, we got a June, we got a July that'd make it a lot easier because yeah. you know, it, it's, it's nice to get out and get into those other, and it's great to have competition amongst the different tournament bodies too. You know, you sometimes you just sit there and you got one tournament body and it starts out great. And then next thing you know you know they're taking everything for granted and things are getting shoddy mm-hmm. and you know they're they're putting you on crummy fields and yeah. you know they, they create relationships with different groups and you see all the preferences being put into those groups as far as game times and scheduling and things like that and it's like you know you get the same thing so you need you got to have competition
1: so and, and the facility is important right so for what we're looking at doing here and and hopefully we're, we're moving in that direction we're moving as soon as is one we'll have lights on all the fields right so it doesn't just have to be the showcase kids that you're doing this you right. can do it during the week with any any age group out here right so we're talking about turfing all these all three of these infields with light so you can start um a fall league at 10 in the morning mm-hmm. you know kids are out of school coaches you know all these organizations the coaches are basically available to, to coach the kids and you can go to 10 o'clock at night if you have turf you're just rolling it over next 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 and uh, and and you're getting you know you're getting what you need. The other part is, you know, I, I obviously with inflation, that's you know that's the whole political part of it. But I mean, it's, how 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 expensive is it going to be next year to go down to Atlanta? It, everything was more expensive this fall. Even yeah. stuff got
2: kicked in. So I mean, like everybody else that's in this business,
1: yeah. I mean, surely
2: you had some kind of forecasting or performance done for the fall. And then you know you every weekend you roll in and there's a, a tournament hike, a tournament hike, yeah. a tournament hike. I mean, we're 150 dollars over. Kind of oh, yeah, what, are, budgets, what yep. we were looking at yep. for each event for just each, on yep. just on that side and i mean i know they're they're dealing with the same thing you know it's not like that they're, they're just doing it to do it i mean they're paying umpires more they're paying venues more sure, doing where does it get paid,
1: it's got to get passed down and yeah, yeah, and, yeah and it gets it passed down up in the pockets of the the, the families and then it's just it's not it, it's not fair there, there, there's a better solution out there but everybody nobody really knows or nobody wants to put the energies into doing it right there's no reason i don't think i think okay you're gonna go down to pbr that's fun to take the kids down there right and and I and I say PBR because I'm not a PG fan at all, right? So I, I'd much rather do that than. Um, but because you're on one venue, right? You're on the turf. You're there all the time. You're staying close. So you're not traveling all over the place, and you're getting teams from all over the country, or at least from this side of the country, right? Mm-hmm. To come in there, and we do get some California teams and to uh, to come in there and compete. Here's See, what
2: you can't. Let me let me. Yeah. What you can't do anymore because of how much everything costs is go do a fun one. You can't just go do a fun one like there, you know, with the, with the amount it costs to go do these different things like we, you know, last year we with the younger teams, we looked to go into like Pigeon Forge. So we went into right. Pigeon Forge with both teams. It's not great competition there and things yeah. like that. But it's a fun event. Sure. You can't afford to just do that, though, if you're, if you're moving forward because you're going to have to go to Greensboro. You're going to have to go to Raleigh. You're mm-hmm. going to, ha- you know, you're going to have to do all these other things or else, you know we'll miss the world
1: series yeah it's, 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 and you get it from the parents it's, it's 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 the baseball people that know like that it's ridiculous but all the parents well i want to play in your organization are you going here are you going there no we're not okay well these guys are and we're going to go over there we'll see you later all right you know have have at
2: it But i mean it's like it takes that out of it though like yeah. when you, you know you end up chasing all these different things around and it's like oh we have to you know if we don't win this weekend then you know maybe johnny won't play with us or something yeah. like that it's like we're doing what we're doing you know we've done this weekend isn't going to change this kid's trajectory
1: no no I, I, listen they don't and again people don't know how to shop in, in terms of of organizations okay and, I, and we always say this every week there's, there's good organizations out there mm-hmm. like you know if anybody ever asked me about scott bankhead's group absolutely no doubt about it you know i mean there's groups there's a couple groups in this area that i would say the same thing about mm-hmm. you know that uh you know you're gonna get you're gonna get development you're gonna get um, you're gonna get networking to the college you know, to the college coaches. I mean, they're going to make things try and happen for you. Cause it's a big piece of what they do. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, there's, there's so many groups that are just show and go. And people just believe that if I don't do, you know, if I'm not wearing that uniform, I'm, 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 I'm not going to get the opportunity.
2: Wow. You see these national brands that come through and the, yeah. and the teams are there for a year or two years and then they're yeah. gone. And it's like, like those are the ones I'm, I'm like most like the the, the the academies that are just sitting here in town and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, they just keep grinding forward. Everything right. just keeps kind of grinding yeah. forward and they keep kind of sticking to their game plan. It's these ones that pop up. That's like, oh, now we got this new team in town and stuff like that. It's not a new team. It's the same thing. It's the yeah, same, same thing. But they kids found this different, a different, uniform. This, this different yeah. thing. And by the way, it's going to be, you know, in a year or two, there's going to lose interest or, you know, things are going to happen and it's going to fall apart. It's going to, you know, everybody's going to go a different direction again. Uh, and it's, but these national brands keep throwing it in there and that like, there's, I don't, there's no one, there's no real incentive for the players on the team. It's not right. like you're getting, you know, you're getting all this free gear and, you know, things like that. Uh, the coaches, a lot of times they're like, oh yeah, you know, it helps us bring guys into the tryouts and stuff like that. Who? <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, you they, trick them one. Yeah, they also I guess, their goal is to trick them one time. Trick but again, trick it's the same. It goes to...
1: right back. It, it's you know, one. This group is our twenty twenty threes are done this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Gone. Now a new group of kids that are coming off the rec ball or out of the rec situation, whatever, and jumping into the travel showcase ball. Now you know they're being told all along the way this mm-hmm. is how you have to go, and to educate them. You're not. It, it's difficult to educate the masses. You may get one or two that they kind of get it, and and. Uh, move forward but it's just it's just it's it's cyclical it just keeps going it just keeps going um social media doesn't help no social media is hard there's there's studies out there that's calling you know that's that's like they people are calling social media like a terrorist platform for you know because people think like selfies are a bad thing now because selfies make you less productive because you're at work taking selfies and you're not working i listen too much too much propaganda news I (laughs) i all day long i wake up and i fall asleep to it and uh i think that's when they get me when i'm sleeping oh they they send it in yeah they just subliminally just like they pound me at night and uh and then again and then oh me. what do
2: they do
1: <laughs> um so we had we had a we had a, a pro style workout out here with our yeah. team I w- i'll i tell you what i was in all the years john right i mean we've been you know we practice twice a week we do the right things i mean our kids go through in and outs and, and cutoffs and relays every time we're out here we do all that so when you bring out you bring out college recruiters, and, and, and I was as impressed with the 2026s because the outfielders were one hop in the third. They are accurate. Our defense was clean. They were following throws. They were doing everything. So now we're showing, okay, this organization has baseball players, talking about the development side. You know, it, when we go through practices, you know, you're usually doing all the physical stuff. I'm walking behind like the infielders and talking, and, and John's doing the same thing as you're doing with your group. You know, we we're always we're always there's always a teaching moment in every single minute on the field, it seems like. And I think we're good at that. I think we're very good at it. You know, I mean we we come across a certain way, we get we get the most out of the kids that we can get. I thought our group showed really, really well. Overall uh, yeah. overall as a as 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 an organization.
2: Yeah, they're good. I mean, they're they're good players. They yeah. you know it's it's it sounds kind of boring, but I mean, it's just it's just the consistency. Yep. You know, you get these groups like Andrew's group or, or the 23s that have been together for a few years and they've gone through so many practices and they've heard it said so many times that, you know, that's just that's their programming. They right. go out there and they do it. We don't teach bells and whistles and all these goofy, not, right. go, not goofy. Thing. I mean, there's some stuff out there that you should be listening to. Don't get me wrong. But just as far as the X's and O's on the field, the movements on the field and things like that are the guys that we have know it we have guys that don't play positions and if we had to plug them in at a different position, they know it, you know, they've sit out there, they've heard it for year after year, after year, after year. And when they go, you know, when they go in to these, you know, to their, their university or to their high school and things like that, they're not as overwhelmed as a lot of those situations usually indicate would, you know, a younger guy is going to come in and they're going to shrivel up because they've just been, you know, Hey, this is what you do. I know what I'm supposed to be doing here.
1: There, there, there are a lot of what we say. You see guys that don't run double cuts that don't know how to – I mean, just basically cut off the relays or just the idea of a, you know, a, a man on second and a ball that moves the outfield in one direction, or another, and has no chance to throw him out at home. You know, they go into the second base with it. Mm-hmm. You know, the other guys are trying to airmail it to home, and the other guys go to this. Uh, I mean, this isn't an indicator for for Queens University
2: at all because yeah. I mean I know that they're you know some of these guys are so new that they're just right. getting in. But watching the uh, the scrimmages the last few weeks. Um, there are certain times that, you know, you can see, you know, and I'm not watching the ball being thrown to this guy and that guy, you know, I'm watching where everybody else is moving a lot of time. And there are guys that are sitting there and they're like, they got their hands in the air because they don't know where they're supposed to be moving on a double cut for, you know, first baseman trailing and stuff like that. You know, he was over by the mound, you know, to take their triple cut, I guess. But, uh, you know, it's things like that. And it's like even some of these really talented players never – you know, they they never got in a situation where no, they somebody showcase kids. Somebody yeah.
1: you know, somebody went through the the X's and O's of the game. All pro style workout type of kids go show what you can show individually and not really understand how to play the game. And they, they, there are a lot of those. Um,
2: Our, you get you know a talented kid goes out for a pro style workout and it's you know I got to be good at this and this and this. And then you it. know what kind of player is he, you know they come watching a game and it's like hey, this kid doesn't know. You yeah, know. you watch them how, how how they line up on the sixty if they can if they can pick up an extra step or um it's like those combine guys you know in the nfl they do the combine and those guys you know i mean they take off the you know after the football season's over they like check out of school and they go to like combine training and stuff and it's like you know you get so many guys that like they boost their combine time or not the combine time but they boost their draft stock or they or they decrease their draft stock and then two years later the guys that were going to be there are going to be there and the guys that aren't you know washed out and kind of goes that way it's like you know you're it's the game on the field, you know. You got to show them you can do stuff on the field.
0: Yeah.
1: So Andrew, Andrew,
0: Yeah.
1: We're going down tomorrow. We're playing Greenville this weekend. Yeah. So we're all we're all in Greenville. So I'm going to go down with you tomorrow, just so you know. In the morning, he's got one. It's just him. So I'll go, I'll, I was hoping because it's a six o'clock game on a Saturday. Man, that was like, wow, that's so nice. <laughs> <You know? laughs> hey,
0: I told you I was fine, but like, yeah. you, you insisted.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to go down. It'd be good. It'd be good to be around those kids that age group too. And then this is the last weekend for the 2023s. It's, mm-hmm. uh, we've had some guys that have been around for a while, Hunter and Dylan. Definitely been there for uh, for a period of time.
2: Dylan's been there. I mean, he's been here since we you know yeah, restarted. He's, he's, uh
1: he's got the longest tenure. The original. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think it was you know him and Mosry. You know, Masri yeah. graduated yep. last year. Yeah, but uh, Boina was one of those guys who were like yep. in our in our first first year. That's it's, it's been a while. I was I was there first Southern Express.
1: Were you a cougar? Mm-hmm. You no, well, cougar? so
2: so in the in the in the in the the, the one we're talking about though, that's one where we actually started as the Southern Express. Yeah. Out of the building on Westinghouse. I mean, these are that's some of these guys that are graduating out this year were on that first that first group right there. We had a couple other guys that are a year or two ahead that were, you know, a year or two ahead, but they started the same year, like uh, Harrison Bobbitt and yeah. Huck. Uh, Huck came
1: just slightly Bed-Dolio. after that. Yeah. Bedolio was pretty yeah. early. That's when, uh, the, what was that, X1? X1 was a, and we went, yeah, remember yeah, we, yeah. we oh. oh my God, we tore that place up, and took the, the cages, and the uh, we were peeling the rug off the, the glue, yeah. Oh, that was horrible. We, we put up some, and tore some stuff down here. In the,
2: and that's why we never want to do it again. <laughs> no.
1: And we always we always figure out how we're doing it again now. Yeah, we gotta go look at a temporary fence after this. Try to get that up for the weekend. Uh, I got kids uh, taking a peek right now, so we have we we did buy it. So yeah. I think that'd be fun. It'd be it'd be nice to see the, the younger kids out here, you know, competing. But I, I, again, we we go back to the tournaments real quick. Like we know that we can create a certain environment here, but everybody's hooked into playing for you know the, the, the U trip or the Top Gun or all the to, to chase these you know these points. And mm-hmm. uh, and tell everybody that they. – How about the guys that say they're they're nationally ranked twelve U team?
2: That's us. That's me.
1: Yeah, you are. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You're nationally ranked. Well. I mean, I mean, what ranking? Internationally, really? Interna- <laughs> <laughs> globally, globally. Yeah. Um, uh, so, and and get to that point of convincing people at the younger ages to do it. One thing, and then also, uh, you know, you got to go to the format. where You, you got to get college recruiters here, man, and people. You know, and it, it, the reality of it is, those guys have to be paid, and I don't blame them. No, it's don't yeah, blame I mean, them one bit.
2: Yeah, it cost them too much money to leave campus.
1: Right. You know. So. You got you to get, if, if, if that's the case, it goes back to everything else. All, everything else has to filter into the fee, right? You yeah. can't do this and lose money, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm, we're not saying, as far as our teams go, we're not here making Big Jack doing it. You know, just, we don't have, uh, well, he's a $2 million guy. Yeah, I mean, just I, you, know, you see the color of his Jeep? That's yeah. a specialty color. Special. Special color. Is that the Charlotte Hornet one? Is that what you call yeah. that? Sky blue. <laughs> But so we we can create that environment, but you know there, there's cost to everything that's done, in it. and I know it's you know people look at us like you know what are you guys doing, you know, or any other organization like oh really it's it's that much to do all this yeah I mean people, what umpires like seventy five dollars a game now no they're more than that
2: it went up it yeah. went up like another ten dollars or or something like that per per umpire it was like a, it was one hundred fifty for a high school game last year and then it went up during like actually during the season it went up right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, I mean, before, I, and I mean, I don't like when you look at like SA's entry fees and stuff and, or, or PG's or Top Guns or whatever, yeah. they don't, they're not making a dime off the entry fees. That's right. literally right. just covering right. the overhead. Yeah, right. Like, they, so when, you know, when, you know, parents are like, oh, you know, we already paid the entry fee. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you realize how much it costs to do all this stuff yeah. like that. You know, the eight or ten dollars is, is really what they're going to be able to spread amongst the actual workers that are there for the, the entry fee. It's, it's, I mean, it's. It's hard because everybody along the way has their, you know, has their hand out. And when you look at certain numbers, you know, they build up and they look like big numbers, but they're spread out amongst 10 or 12 families and things mm-hmm. like that. But that eight or $10 everybody realizes right when they go in and you know, it's, like yeah, they it's not it's their thing. fault that they yeah. have to charge us. You know, I mean, if and if nobody was making money off this, then nobody would be doing
1: this. So yeah. we, we want to make sure that people have a good experience when they come out here. Right. Right. So we make sure that, you know, the trash is taken care of all the time. We have somebody running around doing that has to be paid for bathrooms. Bathrooms are taking care of like, toilet papers out or whatever. Somebody's in there taking taking care of that. The concessions is good. Um, we're dragging fields.
2: Between, between every game, we're
1: dragging fields. Between, between every game. We're doing water yeah. control
2: too, which is yeah. is something you don't get at in any that, tournaments we the play. The water
1: in. bill is the water bill around here is is not little, you know, but it's but it's important to maintain, you know, we, we have a special field, you know, the, the grass needs to be watered at night before we leave here. Um, you know, we put water down on the dirt when it gets too dry. I mean, we may be able to go without putting water down one or two games, but there's always water going down on the fields. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, you create the experience and, you know, and, and, and you can't stay parallel. We can't stay parallel with everybody else and say, well, they're charging this down the road at, you know, Yahoo high school, you know, and you guys are charging this. Well, you know, what do you want? There's a college venue, you know? These fields out here are all, you know, they, they all drain, they all do everything they're supposed to be doing. They, these kids, you know, they're playing on a nice surface. It's a cleaner game for them. You know, where's that? What's that place out in Min Hill? Um, you know, <sighs> we're talking about yeah, got different a ton fields.
0: of small fields. Uh, they,
1: you go in the morning, it's dragging its chalk, and it's seven o'clock at night and it hasn't been dragging yeah. again. Death balls. Too man, you right. get
2: those like you get those like eleven and twelve year old kids with these loaded up bats right now, and they hit a ground ball, and it, that infielder, I mean, yeah, I, I get it, man. Bail out, dude. That thing is that's a scud, and it's going through four hundred different you know shoe prints yeah. on its way out to you. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan. I, I mean, those these twelve year old kids that are as big as they are right now, and they're throwing as hard as they are, and things mm-hmm. like that. I don't. I mean, they should go to the USA bat for those kids.
1: Like, yeah, but see that—that's another thing that parents and and people don't want. You know, they want to. You know, they want the littlest kid to hit a fly ball out of the park. And well, well, no, so the game's I mean, not so, real anymore.
2: So we we don't even play on fields that are. Yeah, you know, I mean, you couldn't put a twelve u game out here on on like the softball the school, field. Well, no, no, you'd chance. have to put it on the yeah. on a middle school field. Yeah, I mean, we we have to play on these like adult softball fields. You know, you were playing all skin infields. infield. They're adult softball fields. I mean, they're like two hundred eighty to three hundred foot fences yeah. because of these stinking bats.
1: Yeah. People roll them. I mean, they
2: barrel, you know, they've got these big barrel bats and you know, you usually, when you see somebody come up with like a four or five year old bat, you're like, that one's rolled, you know, well, they got that well, aluminum well, they, that they well, rolled. The
1: guy hits and he leaves the bat. Then the next guy goes and picks that same bat up and he hits. And all the way through the lineup, they hit with one bat. that's
2: how we did it in my high school. But it was basically, we only
1: had one bat. You only had one bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now there's a lot and, it's, and you can't change it all. All we can do is try to create the, uh, the best environment they possibly can around here. And, listen, you know, we talked about this, John, I mean, we can put, we can put a true uh, championship type of tournament on around here, not call it a world series, not call it anything like that, but you know, get, get the better teams in the Charlotte area out here. And then also the, you know, the other teams that want to come out here and play that may not be, it's like, it's like playing golf, right? I mean, it's you handicap. So I have more fun playing against somebody that has a similar handicap because we're competing head to head Mm -hmm. than going to playing against a you know, a guy that's a five, or a you know, just, or a guy
2: that's a fifty. You know, right, that's yeah, the same thing.
1: It's just yeah. You want to get around competition that 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 you know. Yeah, but people think up people with. think that they got to they have to jump into this you know this travel showcase world. And if they're not doing it, it's 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 just it's wrong. We, we'll we'll beat on this thing forever. But we're gonna try and control some I, of it.
2: I mean, if you go back to five years ago, we were talking about a very yeah. I mean, it's the same, same thing. It's the same it thing, and, it's, and it just keeps going. It, it just keeps ends. getting the thing. It, it doesn't end, and it keeps getting younger and younger and younger. Yeah what these kids should be you know you should be playing three games, you know over the course of the fall you should be playing 15 or 20 games and you should be playing fat flag football or, or you know you should yeah. be doing these other things that the 10 year old kids should be doing instead we're sitting there grinding it out playing
1: 40 games it's like what are what, you know this isn't being a this isn't yeah. being a 12 year old anymore the the fall the fall for the travel showcase kids should be a whole different environment. I, I I think you know. the fall
2: is the best time to do the, you know, kind of what you mentioned yeah. as far as, you know, doing the, the league, you know, doing like leagues and right. stuff like that. You know, keep it local. You don't need to have arms built up all the way. <laughs> you know, you you know, if you're only playing, you know, you play a, a weekday game and then to, you know, doubleheader on a Saturday, you know, something like right. that. I mean it it's it's a better product too, because mm-hmm. you know, we all see how Sunday afternoon looks. It's yeah. nobody Yeah,
1: you know, we, we run into it during a week, right? So that you know, you have uh, the Diamond Prospects League. Down, mm-hmm. down in south carolina right so a lot of um a lot of high school coaches are involved in their diamond prospect teams right mm-hmm. that's how they that's how they set it up so uh you know when you create a midweek league i mean you really have to dive into that and and figure out you know as an academy i would i would say okay all well, you guys be here right and I, I i always felt along the way that we're we're doing a service to the high school guys and them changing the you know and trying to do something else is a disservice to what we're doing. And it's not, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I get what they're trying to do, right. But we're trying to, we're trying to move kids on to the next level. You know, we're preparing players that, you know, we think can go on to college and get them exposure and training for that mm-hmm, yeah. where they're just training these kids or putting, you know, to keep them together. So they win a High school championship, which Yeah, right? that's his, I mean, listen, absolutely. That's, that's I mean, his job. I watched Fort Mill run all the way through that thing last year. And it was exciting. It was fun. And, you know, and you got into some really good talent towards, towards the end, but you know, uh, you, you have, you have, you have players that are f- afraid not to do that right. over doing something that is going to be more productive going forward. Right. It's not, uh, it's, it, it, it's, so it, to do it, you'd have to have the right group of people that, yeah, you know, that bought in, or you include, or you, or you, or you just put the league on and you just you run it and let them play, you know, through here. I mean, we, you know, I, listen, that was that was fun playing against Devin's group the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and was, we kind
2: of did what a diamond, the what they would do right. down there, where we had twenty six to twenty fours, twenty threes right. all kind of making you know the the one roster up. Yeah. I mean, if you know, you could do you could do it a lot of different ways, but the, I mean, to me, that it's. It, you know, the, the quality, the, the product that you get on the field in a, in a four game weekend or a five game weekend, or, you know, potentially a seven game weekend, the way that's, this one weekend looks, it's, it's not, that's not indicative of how baseball was designed. Right. You know, baseball is a grind one out every day, grind one out every day. Instead it's, you know, the, the way we have it established right now, it's more like a football setup where it's like, it's a, you know, it's a, you know, once a week, you know, everything's on the line for this one, one thing a week. And that's not baseball. That's not baseball at all. You know, you can manipulate how baseball's, you know, the, the way it's, it's played at the younger age groups because of that, you know, you take a good team and you, you know, you go and you play a series against them, you play, you know, four games against Mm -hmm. them or whatever. And you, you know, you win one, you win two against a good team. You're like, okay, that's good. That's good. You go into a, you know, a stacked, loaded up weekend. And it's like, well, here we go. You know, you're going to run. You know, you you sure. run into you just run into a juggernaut. and There's right. nothing you can do about it. But you know, you you play that same team and you get different personnel on the field, different starting mm-hmm. pitching, and it. You know, that's baseball. It's not these. You know, these event. No, these, it's these development,
1: events. and development part of it is 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 missing. Um, and again, we said like you know, not across the board, but but the but the minority of organizations out there are not developmental organizations. There. You know, they're show-and-go, they're practice, and they're out to win the championship. Well, it's dangerous
2: to call yourself developmental, though, because as soon as you call yourself developmental, right. what do the better players do?
1: Yeah, oh, we got to right. go find – We got yeah. no, I'm not – They think I'm, they're already developed. i, I,
2: yeah. I got to go do this and that. But yeah. it's developed. I mean, it. no matter who you are, it should be developed first. Develop first, develop first.
1: got to build a foundation, right? You're not going to build a house from the roof down.
2: That would be interesting. That's not That'd what be, it, looks <laughs> like right it looks like right now. looks like a <laughs> – House of Cards,
1: House of Cards. Right. So we um, last night was uh, was a pretty special night. So there's, there's a gentleman in the town by uh, by the name of Stick Williams, uh, Mr. Stick Williams, and he has a employee for Duke for years in their philanthropy department, and he has been a huge, huge um, advocate for this side of town for years. And he has handled a lot of money across the uh, across the city for over 30 years.
2: I, I, this side of town you mean underserved West side of ser- yeah
1: underserved underserved, under, underserved and um so you know we've we've as a group as a not whole group we we got with him very early on and he looked at the project before we did all everything that's out here and like everybody else along the way felt the project was audacious right it was just too much and it's just you guys are not going to pull this off it's not going to happen love it if it happened great wonderful um and uh as 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 an organization as not a whole group we we pulled it off we're here i mean we're doing it so now things are kind of turning and 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 mr williams has gotten you know back involved and came out here and spent some time with us uh, a couple weeks ago and uh so in tribute to him we're gonna stop calling it the tuck and we're gonna get an archway and we're gonna name it the stick which is his uh which is his um his nickname and interesting you know you get around these people and you need the stick you don't know where does his name come from but it came because he was a baseball player when he you know years and years ago and uh was a pretty good hitter and they used to call him the stick and uh so that that stuff but last night was was a cool thing we had the uh, foundation of the carolinas it's, it's where all the big money fun, funnels through in this city right uh you know for philanthropy i mean to be doled out to different parts and you know to build up certain parts of the city obviously this side has been a big piece of uh of their projects And um, met Hugh McCall. And Hugh McCall was the owner and founder founder and owner of Bank of America. And, uh, you know, he had a phenomenal story about, obviously, just how he built up the city. It was fascinating to listen to him. He's 89 years old. He's sharp as a tack, man. It's just on. So I was with Ross Steely, and we're standing there talking to to Mr. McCall. And uh, he told us at 14 years old, he went to New York and watched the Yankees and Dodgers World Series, all five games. And he said he went by himself at 14 years old. And the, and the reason that he got to go is because he his dad told him, he told his father that he would love to do that. And his father said, if you get all straight A's, you can go do it. Came home with all straight A's at 14 years old. And the father said, see you later, man. Oh, nice. Peace out. Go ahead. And uh, so he went up there. So, but just, uh, you know, the, all these people, one way or another, have been touched by the game. And uh, it's fascinating. It's, it's like sitting down with Bill Allen. And it, we had... I don't know, it was probably maybe three years ago, maybe even longer than that, but Bill and Sharon and Salvino and Denise at the, at the house for dinner one night. And, you know, the, the story started to go on about World Series and different things like that and World Series parties, right? And, you know, and Mike gets invited to all those because of his position in the in the corporate world. And he's, you know, you could just see like, okay, you know, here we go. And I've been, I bet, you know, no, this guy was crashing World Series parties. It was, <laughs> it was amazing, man. And I wish I would have had a tape recorder last night with Hugh McCall, I'd, I'd love to sit down with Bill for a period of time and have him go through all those different stories because it's not only that. I mean, they would pack costumes to, like, t- to get into dinners and games. Like and they jumped on the um, fire bus and the press bus and he sat down and like, talking to an up like, you know, what are you doing here? He goes, I just got on the bus, man. I'm heading to the game. <laughs> so, I mean, there's, a, you know, things like that. People that absolutely love the game and wanted to get there, um, you know, had, had done special things. But I, there's got to be so many cool stories out there about, you know, about... Um, you just got to remember him. Listen, I, it's amazing because you know Bill rides his bike twenty miles a day. So you know, I mean, as far as physically and mentally, he's he's all there. You know, so it's 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 interesting. His his mind is a lot younger than than you know than his age. Um, and McCall, I mean, again, eighty nine years old. You got two steps to get up onto the platform platform to speak last night. This guy flew up there like whew, like holy cow! Was like is he is he a, like a wizard or something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and. The speech was phenomenal. The clarity in, in everything and everything he spoke about was amazing. So you, you hope. I'm actually. I know that we're laughing. I'm, I'm actually like, I, you know, social media going online and they get, hey, would you like to take an old time study? Uh, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm signing up. <laughs> wait, what? was I doing? <laughs> yeah, an old time, yeah, Wait, but I forgot that. Forgot that thing. But yeah, I get all these phone calls. I'm too. I'm. I'm too young. I got to be 65. So 65. I, I
2: signed up for that, but I couldn't remember my password.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, I got. I, I got to call Sue all the time for my password.
2: Oh, okay? the, the passwords are I a mean, the, the tangent. Man, passwords suck.
1: They well, you suck know, so, so bad. You got to change them up, right? So you if, if I would they... just give me one, but you know what? You're going to enter my entire life. If you, if, if it's just one,
2: I'm going to, I mean, and then you've got to add a, apostrophe to it or you gotta add a, oh, yeah. an asterisk yeah. or you gotta add an exclamation point or something like that and it's like i there's no way i can remember these
1: no but, i have i have a book with all my passwords in it and that's it, exactly it, it what they want out, you to do scratched out scratched out scratched out that's the safest way to do it yeah so. well uh, yeah i don't do anything safe when it comes to that stuff my world can be rocked pretty quick i guess um what do you got andrew anything no we we got some
0: long supporters in the the comments brad Theed, you got terrick McFarlane, you got kyle balsas a bunch of guys in
1: there, yeah. Tarek, Tarek is uh, Tarek's good people, man. He's uh, he did the uh, USA baseball with us, and he's he's an old school dude too. So, if you're talking about scouts, and you know, he, he came up, uh, Will George called me we We're talking about a scout that's that's like 90 something years old that uh, he wants us to get on the podcast, but he had faced oh man, I don't tell you who, you know. I, hey, Whitey you, Ford I mean, he somebody. faced those guys all way back then. If yeah. he's
2: that old, I mean, he's, if you're in your nineties, you were old enough to be in world war II. So, I mean, it's that era. Yeah. Ted so Williams. It's, yeah, Teddy so it's Ball the forties,
1: right? It's the forties. Ted Joe, DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. That, that whole crew. Um, yeah. I mean, it's uh, there, there's so many, I, we need to do that. We just need to bring Like, I would love to bring Bill in here and sit him down one day and then, you know, and have, you know, so just just to fire out stories because it's just amazing. And I guess I guess at some point we're going to have stories like that that kind of fascinate people. And, you know, if we remember them, right? like the time I lost Adam
2: Wainwright in the woods.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a good one. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. All right. What do you think? Want to plug it up? That was a <laughs> teaser. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah plug it up. that's a teaser to that's the next a teaser. show. Yeah, teaser. When he when he when he walks away, if
2: he, yeah, if he deals, I'll tell a story about him. If he doesn't deal, then we got to talk about somebody that's important. Yeah. We'll talk
0: about, yeah. <laughs> hey, but everyone, whoever's listening, or if you're watching later, put your World Series uh, prediction in the comments, and I'll give away a Tony, Tony Gwynn All Star card. We'll mail it to you. So awesome! All right, put it in the comments.
1: Good home plate gala Homeplay coming up November fourth. Listen, yeah. you know, it, it I might... will be there.
2: Get out of town. <clears throat> I, I'm trying to, but I'm unfortunately at this point I'm stuck. You can't I you can't get out stuck? of town.
1: Can't I can't get, get out, out of town, out of town so perfect. I'm going. No, you want to be there. That's that's outstanding. So that, that's a big fun night. And listen, this is what I ask, is that if you can't come, you can't come. But if you want to go ahead and buy a ticket, we can use that ticket for somebody that really can't afford to get there that would like to be there. There's a lot of baseball people out there, like John Ennis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, go online and, and and buy a ticket or buy tickets. Or, listen, we we have tables available for groups of ten. You want to send your, your corporation? You want to send your people there? It is it is a it's a great day. It's, yeah. it it really is. It's a lot of fun. So this year, Dusty Watton's getting the award, which is obviously the third base coach of the Phillies, and we'll be watching him uh, next few days. Uh, Anna Kimbrell, trailblazer. I mean, she's done amazing things with USA Baseball and girls baseball across the country. She's right here from the uh, Fort Mill area. And Tommy Viola, who is just uh, – has been phenomenal for uh, for baseball Charlotte history or Charlotte baseball history. I mean, he has kept everything intact. All those banners you see outside and the little Hall of Fame plaques, Tommy and all these other guys come through there. Tommy's always working on doing things like that. He's tireless. And uh, he would never ask for recognition, but uh, well-deserving. And Mike Pacheco is going to be our keynote speaker. Oh, nice. um, so we, 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 we got a good lineup, and uh, we got two. Uh, two jerseys coming signed randy johnson edgar martinez who were they uh well the randy johnson from uh from the 1900s that's right they that played guy. pickleball
2: that's, right yeah pickleball players yeah they're all yeah spike
1: ball pickleball God, no. you could have wear his jersey as a dress no. <laughs> i'll tell you what when you walked up to him and he was on the, he was standing on the mound and you were on the bottom of the mound. he's six ten on top of 10 inches puts him over seven foot and i'm standing flat <laughs> <That's like, laughs> you know, you feel like uh hey mister yes sir <laughs> It's like you sent me a picture I of Wayne Knight, man. Dude, gee, I didn't realize
0: how big he was. Yeah,
1: he's yeah. big. Handsome. So a couple of things. Let's go real quick, and then we'll, we'll jump out. But we got the camps coming up. We got Trent Mongero coming. If you guys are infielders out there, uh, listen, man, there, there's nobody better. I, I put Dylan two of those camps, and they're phenomenal. I mean, and Dylan will do another one. Right. And even going in, it's, a, it's just tremendous stuff. It's two days. Uh, we're bringing Chris Reyes in from New York uh, as far as a catching camp, a two-day catching camp. This is in January. Yep. This is in uh, in January. January. yep um, We' we'll bringing Chris bring Vasami uh, that's here in town It's a hitting instructor, so we're not doing lessons basically. you know we, we're developing our kids and we work with our kids around things. but we're not you know spending our time just doing one-off lessons like that. And there are people that are very good at it. And Chris Vasami's right here. Huck went to him, canodle mm-hmm. uh, has gone to him. I mean some really you know some so high profile high school players and the, everything that comes back is phenomenal. and recommended primarily by Todd Friedman from Blast Motion um so uh you know we're sending our guys over there but we're going to do a hitting camp in here uh it'll be a one-day hitting camp about four hours uh you know we'll limit the numbers everything is. i think we're going to keep everything basically around 40 and uh and it's all through ntis we're bringing springer in so that'll be that'll be good and i'm trying to get brian holman to come in uh and present uh you know some pitching stuff but holman's uh he's a good friend he was a teammate of mine in seattle and had a perfect game going into he was in the ninth with two outs and Pinch hit ken phelps and got him got him and uh so that gets brought up all the time Pitcher catcher camp picture catcher camp pitcher your yeah. camp. catch camps good so we know that uh a lot of the uh a lot of the um well d1s can't be here because we'll be in that blackout period but uh we got to figure out how to either get the mevo going or mm-hmm. uh, you know do something like that so we can get all these kids up and and the d1s can watch them from yeah, there it'll all be on yeah, yeah so uh, all that stuff will be up uh, we'll get that up on the website it'll be on the the southeast nts website yep. uh, we'll get it on social media so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna fill it up with camps and it's for everybody listen i i will say this till the day we're done doing this is we're not poachers man you know you want to send your kid here to get better we're going to bring in people that can do that and we're not going to sit here and go why are you playing there why are you playing it that's just not how we're doing if you don't want to play here don't play here it's that simple for us and it's been that way forever um so I think that's it. It's good for the day, huh? Tarek said
0: day. he's coming down, I think, for the gala. That's what he's talking about. <laughs>
1: well, awesome. there it is. UDACF.org, man. That Jeff will buy you a beer. Hey, get on that train. You gonna take a train or a plane. And uh, and come on down. Love to have you guys. Because Angel's been down here yeah. uh, for the gala in the past. And um, I got friends from, you know, that I grew up in high school with coming. And it's pretty cool. People fly coming from all different places. And I'm looking <laughs> yeah. forward to it kind of stressful the next three weeks so we're selling tickets so buy your tickets you know i know it's not like priority for everybody they don't remember every day oh i gotta get up and get my ticket buy your ticket so uh so sue stops calling yeah <laughs> all right all right man we appreciate everybody listening to shaver base Baseball report we'll be back next friday peace out